Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. KYW Original Podcasts. Merrill Reese, it is the Wednesday of Week 11 as the Eagles get ready to play the Cleveland Browns Sunday on the road. The birds are back on the practice field today, but since today's Wednesday, yesterday was Tuesday, and the coordinators speak on Tuesday. So what were your takeaways from Jim Schwartz and Dave Fipp? Neither of them made any excuses. Uh, The one question that came up to Jim Schwartz about the Giants was the fact that 17 days after the Giants, Daniel Jones had run 80 yards against them on a quarterback keeper. The same play worked again. And Schwartz said, listen, it's not like they changed plays. We prepared for that play. It was basically a physical error. The person who was supposed to move into that area to account for Jones didn't. And that's what happened. The same thing about the, uh, the passes downfield where the Giants picked up some chunk yards after the Eagles had scored at the beginning of the third quarter. And he said you had to be a man coverage at that point. It was merely the receiver beat the back. What Mm -hmm. can you say? They were covered. The big one was the long pass to Golden Tate when he went way up and came down with the ball. So uh, those are things that that can happen. You have to win the individual battles to win a football game. Yeah, and and another thing that that Schwartz, he called the Daniel Jones run embarrassing uh, because they had just seen it, like you said, two games prior. Another thing that was brought up to Schwartz, looking a little bit ahead, Merrill, to um, to Sunday, he was asked about Cleveland's very successful running attack of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, the Browns. He called them them the best pair of backs in the NFL. Right. I mean, there are other backs having great years like Dalvin Cook. But as a tandem, those two, he said, are the best. Yeah, he said it's their biggest challenge this season in terms of the run game. So when I hear him, and he he said, you know, what it's going to take to stop them is not just the D linemen, but the linebackers in the corners are going to have to have a good good game against the run as well. And even though Schwartz is putting it on all three levels of defense, when I look at that Merrill and I hear him say that this is the biggest challenge run-wise for them this season, the first thing that comes to my mind is the very highly paid defensive line is going to have to step up this game. Absolutely. Absolutely. You need a big game from that defensive line and the linebackers. But people like Fletcher Cox are supposed to be doing uh, what all pro players do, and he's got to have a big game. What were your takeaways from Dave Fipp? Well, Dave Fipp also was somebody who was unhappy with the performances of 
of both Jalen Rager and Greg Ward, where they let balls go over their heads. And uh, one one punt by the Giants went 71 yards uh, by Dixon. You can't let things like that happen. Uh, you've, but, but, of course, you pointed out that Greg Ward on one of them, uh, the wind was swirling and the ball was blowing around. He said, I'd rather them do that than muff the punt and lose the football down there. No, yeah, I, I guess, you know, when you look back, what would you rather have? Would you rather them take a risk or would you rather them just make sure that they get the ball? Of course, you'd rather them make, make sure that they get the ball. But, but then again, you don't want to be starting, you know, with field position every time inside the 20s. So, you know, I guess it's a, it's a case-by-case basis. You mentioned, But I know that I'm sure that Dave Fipp is, is not happy because the special teams, uh, aside, from not cover, not, aside from not covering well at times and there were some big returns by Jabril Peppers. Yeah. Aside from that, the thing that has to annoy him is that the punt return and the kickoff return game has not been productive. Although, as far as the kickoff return game is concerned, uh, that's a different story because very often early in the season, the kicks are unreturnable and go out of the end zone. Sure. And as far as the punt return game is going, uh, they had a couple, but they were blown back by penalties. And he said he lectures them, he talks to them every week about blocks in the back and, and holding and things like that. And the gate, productive returns. You can't have that continue to be a successful unit. Well, 11, 11 penalties is certainly not good and something that needs to be fixed. Merrill, uh, you brought up Jalen Rager, and yesterday he had his Zoom, and he was asked about Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver in the draft who was taken after him by the Minnesota Vikings, who's having a very successful rookie season. And I guess my question is, how much should we compare these two players who were taken so closely in the draft? I think it's natural for fans to compare that. Uh, I think it's natural for organizations to look and see what happened in the draft. People are still talking about the fact that the Eagles took J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, who frankly has not been productive at all, while D.K. Metcalf, who has been a big star in the NFL, was on the board. That, I can tell you, was a medical risk and one that they weren't willing to take, the fact that D.K. Metcalf had had a broken neck. Mm -hmm. In this case... They felt that uh, they felt Jalen Rager had more speed and he could be productive in a lot of different ways. He's also had some injuries. Right. Uh, I think it's a little early. I know that Justin Jefferson is having a great year, but I think it's way early to start saying, well, they made the wrong decision. At the moment, it appears that way, but I still believe, and I saw Jalen Rager every day at training camp, that he is an explosive, explosive athlete. And I think once you watch him over a, a series of games now that he's back from injuries, you're going to like what you see. Oh, sure. And, and the injuries, that, I mean, that's not his fault. Uh, certainly not his fault. And I, and I guess, Merrill, you know, you, a player that he could always go to, and, and I saw this from reading, I believe, uh, Les Bowen's story on this for the Inquirer, a, a person who he could probably go to for advice on this matter is Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham's career did not get off to the fastest start because of injuries and, and so on and so forth. Yeah, and while people were always saying for years they Earl should Thomas. have gone after Earl Thomas. Right. And I'll give you another example. The running back who is tearing up the league right now is the Vikings' Dalvin Cook. Right. And Dalvin Cook struggled with injuries early in his career, and right now he's the most productive running back in the National Football League. So – this is a little early to start saying the Eagles made a mistake or to write off Jalen Rager. I think Jalen Rager is going to be 
an excellent football player. Yeah, cer- certainly has a lot of talent, and, and I think as long as he can continue to play games, you can see more production from him and more chemistry built between him and, and Carson Wentz. Merrill, it is a Wednesday, and we look back at the history of the Eagles' upcoming opponent, their matchups, uh, because you know the NFL was obviously configured much differently many, 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 many years ago. The Eagles have played the Browns more than they typically would an AFC team. They are 17-31-1 all-time against Cleveland, However, they have won five in a row against the Browns dating back to 2000 and seven out of nine dating back to 1982. And that's obviously two different type of uh, Cleveland Browns regimes because they, you know, they didn't have a franchise for a little bit. So I'm going to go through, Merrill, all seven of these victories. Uh, September 19th, 1982 in Cleveland, the Eagles won 24 to 21. They rallied from 14-3, to down 14-3 to in the fourth quarter, and they won on a Leroy Harris game-winning touchdown. Um, this is a long time ago. Do you remember much of this game against Cleveland where they came back in the fourth quarter? Yeah, I remember that Ozzie Newsom, the Browns' tight end, mm-hmm. who went on to become the general manager of the Ravens, uh, had a big game against them, but the Eagles overcame it and won the game. And after that game the NFL season stopped oh. for a long strike. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I recognize that year 82, but I didn't even think about that. Uh, Merrill, November uh, 10th, 1991. The, uh, Jim McMahon was in a quarterback for the Eagles because Randall Cunningham suffered a very unfortunate injury earlier on in the season. Uh, the Eagles were down 23 to nothing in this game and 30 to 17. But in Cleveland, they won. 32 to 30 coming back from those two deficits. McMahon, three touchdowns, one pick, game winning TD to Calvin Williams. Fred Barnett Merrill had a huge day, eight receptions, 146 yards, one touchdown. Do you remember how long that touchdown went for in 1991? I don't, but what I remember more about that game than anything else this was that when Jim McMahon woke up and he had had his some kind of an allergic reaction to an injection for his sore sore shoulder. Uh, He could not raise his arm high enough to put a spoon in his mouth. But by game time, uh, they had gotten him back where he could, and he went on the field still in a lot of pain, and it was one of the gutsiest performances I have ever seen. Wow. Wow. That, 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 I, did, I did not know that. Wow. You learn something new every day. Uh, well, Fred Barnett had a 70-yard touchdown from McMahon. Keith Jackson had a big game, six receptions, 76 yards, one touchdown. And Calvin Williams, six receptions, 76 yards, and that TD that I mentioned earlier. Uh, well, that- they, were, they were three fine uh, the receivers. Uh, Keith Jackson, of course, at tight end. Right. And he was one of the best tight ends in Eagles history. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Uh, well, Merrill, uh, December 10th, 2000, uh, this next game. Uh, a 35-24 win. Donovan McNabb had four touchdowns that day uh, for 390 yards. Uh, two of the touchdowns went to Torrance Small, and the other two went to Charles Johnson. Uh, do you remember that win at all uh, in, the, in 2000 with Donovan McNabb? Donovan McNabb had a lot of great games. I know that uh, his popularity here is not what it should have been, but if you look at the record books, Donovan McNabb, was the most productive quarterback in the history of the Philadelphia Eagles, the modern history of the Philadelphia Eagles. But uh, he had another big game, and they they beat the Browns. And early in his career, he did it without great wide receivers. 
Uh, and, and then, you know, talking about what Donovan McNabb did, uh, you know, four years later in 2004, he did have a great wide receiver in Terrell Owens. And I remember this game uh, very vividly, uh, October 24th, 2004, also in Cleveland. It seems like a lot of these games have been in Cleveland. Um, David Akers hit a 50-yard field goal in overtime for the Eagles to win 34-31. to uh, Donovan had four touchdowns that day, two of them to T.O., and uh, I believe T.O. threw one of the touchdown balls into a sign, and then uh, he, he ripped the other sign off after he scored his second touchdown. Um, so T.O. had a big game, and Todd Pinkston had a big game. Even though he didn't have a touchdown, he had six receptions for 100 yards. Well, Todd Pinkston, again, was not an outstanding receiver, but he had some big games. He was tall and he was reed thin, but uh, he, he could go up and, and way up. And as far as Terrell Owens was concerned, he was always kind of understated, just a quiet guy who went about his business. <laughs> um, I'm just going to let that one breathe out and, and, and let everybody process what, what Merrill just said. <laughs> um, December 15th, Merrill, 2008. This one, I believe, was at the link. Uh, a 30-10 to 10 blowout. Asante Samuel had a huge pick six. Jason Avant, five receptions, 101 yards. Oh, and Deshaun Jackson, actually, in, according to the stat book, Merrill, uh, he made a pass in this game, and it was picked off. I don't remember this play, um, but... Uh, the Eagles won this. Do you remember that Deshaun Jackson interception? Did, 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 no, did Andy I don't. try to make up a trick play? I don't, I don't remember it either. The next one, Merrill, uh, I do remember this as well, is September 9th, 2012. The Eagles were in Cleveland for this one. They yes. won 17-16, to 16, and, and they had to win very, very late in the game. Mike Vick, even though he threw four interceptions, found – do you remember who they found? Clay Harbor for the yep. game-winning game touchdown in the final two minutes. Uh, the Eagles, uh, that was their first game of the season, and I think that was only one of four victories that year. But uh, it was a victory nonetheless in Cleveland. I remember the Browns quarterback was a rookie named Brandon Wheaton. Yeah, He yeah. was a first-round draft pick, and I remember the Clay Harbor. The, the interesting thing, it's funny how interesting little facts stay in your mind, that Clay Harbor had gone to the same college as the Phillies' Ryan Howard. So that's what stuck in my mind about that game. I didn't even know that. Wow. Another thing I learned today. And then Merrill, the last one, and, and it's fitting because it, it, it's, it goes perfectly into this week when Carson Wentz has to turn his season around somehow. This is September 11th, 2016. Carson Wentz's debut. He wasn't supposed to start this game, but then a lot of things happened and he ended up starting this game. Uh, 278 yards two touchdowns and Jordan Matthews had a huge day, seven receptions, 114 yards and one touchdown. The Car Carson Wentz's career got off on a fast start and it's at this point now, and it would be perfect for him, Merrill, to turn his career around this weekend in Cleveland. I remember the day. It was a beautiful sunny day. Uh, eight days earlier, the Eagles had, made a shocking deal with the Minnesota Vikings sending Sam Bradford there and putting them in position to start Carson Wentz. A lot of people figured, oh, well, then I guess they're going to start Chase Daniels. And they didn't. They started Carson Wentz. They gave the rookie the start on opening day, and he did not disappoint. No. He came out throwing darts and scored a touchdown on the first drive. He went on to have a fabulous day, as you pointed out, uh, a lot of great catches and great throws to Jordan Matthews. 
they went on to win. And I think that four years ago, a little over four years ago after that game, uh, Carson Wentz was probably thinking, boy, NFL football isn't so tough. <laughs> but in, in those four years, I think the game has certainly proved to be a lot tougher. Not, not as easy as that 29-10 to 10 victory at the link. And, Merrill, what's, what, what's often forgot about, I think, um, is that there was a whole to-do back then about Cleveland not u- using the number one pick on Carson and trading it away. And so there's this whole thing about Carson proving the Browns wrong, which he did. And you know what? He, could, he has another chance to take it to Cleveland this weekend. And the Cleveland starting quarterback that day... Robert Griffin III. ...was Robert Griffin III. And their wide receiver, one of their top wide receivers, was Terrell Pryor, yeah. the former Ohio State quarterback. Yeah, yeah, right. right. It's amazing when you look now, back... Now, Terrell Pryor went on uh, in another game, and he this was before that, uh, I guess, in, in Terrell Pryor started a quarterback for the Raiders yeah. against the Eagles in the game in which Nick Foles tied the NFL record with seven touchdown passes. Well, Merrill, I appreciate the time. We'll chat again tomorrow morning. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.